identified millions and millions of illegal aliens from 160 different countries have stormed across our southern border. Drug cartels are now raking in billions of dollars from smuggling poison to kill our people and to kill our children. Savage killers, rapists, and violent criminals are being released from jail to continue their crime wave. And under Biden, the murder rate has reached the highest in the history of our country. Biden and the radical Democrats have wasted trillions of dollars and caused the worst inflation in half a century. Real wages are down 21 months in a row. Gas prices have soared and are now going up much higher than even before. And the typical American family is paying $2,200 in increased energy and food costs each year. Joe Biden's weaponized Justice Department, and I'm a victim of it, is persecuting his political opponents. His administration is waging war on free speech. They're trying to indoctrinate and mutilate our children. He's leading us to the brink of World War III. And on top of all of that, he's the most corrupt president in American history, and it's not even close. But the good news is we are going to reverse every single crisis, calamity, and disaster that Joe Biden has created. I am running for president to end the destruction of our country and to complete the unfinished business of making America great again. We will make our country better than ever before, and we will always put America first. Thank you. All right. Let, I mean, let's just start off with what, where it started off. I, I don't know what possessed her. I don't know if this is common practice between them, but it was very awkward that Jill Biden gave Kamala Harris's husband a kiss on the lips when they when they saw each other. I uh, I'm not really sure what was going on there. Uh, it was a little bit awkward. Yeah, I'm going to be honest with you. you know, a hug, a kiss on the cheek. I get it. Uh, the fact that they uh, locked lips was was weird to start it out. So that set the tone for the rest of the night. Now I would also like to say that Joe Biden they must have did a great job. I mean. I mean, there must be a shortage of different types of medication that people that dementia need to use. And I don't know all the different medications are, but there must be a shortage because they must have had this guy hopped up on something. But you could tell as the speech continued on, he started to fatigue. His mind started to get tired and then he turned into what he really is, a bumbling idiot. It's not like he sounded like he was a rocket scientist in the first place. But at least he sounded more coherent. Uh, we're going to just go through this one at a time. We're going to just, I'm going to keep throwing clips at you and you're going to hear a little, little audio clips and we'll just go over them one at a time because some fantastic things came out in, in <laughs> of his mouth. It's the lies. The lies were amazing. I mean, to be able to sit there with a smile and just bold face lie to America about every aspect of your presidency. I mean, it's amazing to watch somebody do that. You cannot have a soul to be able to lie that easily, smiling. You just, you must be from hell, which it's Joe Biden. So what do you expect? Here's the first one. Congratulations to Chuck Schumer, another uh you know, another term as Senate Minority Leader, uh, you know, I think you, uh, only this time you have a slightly bigger majority, Mr. Leader. You're in a majority leader. About that much bigger? 
<laughs> I'm sorry. Just, he's, this guy's so shot out. It's not funny, but it is funny. The minority leader. He doesn't even know who the majority leader of the Senate is. <laughs> oh my God. This was the show that we all expected. I mean, you know, there are certain things that set the tone. Something else that set the tone right when, right when it all started. After the kiss and the, when you see Bernie Sanders, only guy that I saw, there may have been somebody else in there, but the only person I saw wearing a mask. <laughs> it was just, it's just setting the tone of the night. You know, uh, vice president, a husband and the president's wife making out Bernie Sanders in a mask and Joe Biden has no idea whether Chuck Schumer is the majority or the minority leader in the Senate right now. <laughs> it's just beautiful. <laughs> really beautiful. Let's go on to the next one. We're not finished yet by any stretch of the imagination, but unemployment rate is at 3.4%, a 50 year low. Near record unemployment for black and Hispanic workers. We've already created, your help, 800,000 good paying manufacturing jobs, the fastest growth in 40 years. And where is it written? Where is it written that America can lead the world in manufacturing? And I don't know where that's written. For too many decades, we imported projects and exported jobs. Now, thanks to what you've all done, we're exporting American products and creating American jobs. Oh, Joe, you're lying again, Joe. Come on, Joey. Don't start lying like that. <laughs> you'll be lying all night long, Joey. Okay. Uh, why did people decide to go to other countries to get items manufactured? Because of taxes because of regulations, because of what the Democrats have put in place to stop manufacturing here in the United States. So people would go to other countries because it's cheaper to buy it there and have it imported here than it is to get it from countries from companies that are here domestic because of all the taxes and regulations and fees and rules that they have to follow they're charging you a premium dollar for buying the same product you can get made somewhere else for dirt cheap. So it's not about uh, we just shipped it overseas just for the hell of it. You shipped it overseas because Democrats made it unaffordable through legislation that they passed to be able to manufacture here in the United States. So little Joey's telling lies. On to the next lie. Two years ago, the economy was reeling. I stand here tonight after we've created with the help of many people in this room. 12 million new jobs. More jobs created in two years than any president's created in four years because of you all, because of the American people. Oh, little Joey's lying again. <laughs> he, said, he can't help himself. It's as easy as breathing for him. Did you create 12 million new jobs? Or because of the pandemic, people that are out of work finally return to work so 12 million people rejoined the workforce after being forced to stop working because of the fake-demic that you guys uh, introduced here in the United States. Which one is it, Joey? Because you didn't create 12 million jobs. That's a guarantee. You can look that up and fact-check that all day long. You didn't create that. 
but a lot of people did finally go back to work because all that free, all those free Biden bucks finally ran out. People got tired of sitting at home, couldn't collect those checks anymore, so they had no other choice but to go back to work. And you're taking credit for it. It's it's, it's simply amazing. Just a lion dog. On to the next one. Production. And when I talk to a couple of them, they say, well, we're afraid you're going to shut down all the oil wells and all the uh, oil refineries anyway, so why should we invest in them? I said, we're going to need oil for at least another decade. And that's going to exceed... <laughs> beyond that we're going to need it production if they had in fact invested in the production to keep gas prices down instead they use the record profits to buy back their own stock rewarding the ceos and shareholders corporations ought to do the right thing and there it is ladies and gentlemen that's it that's the game changer it's all done from here pat yourself on the back Climate change is a lot of nonsense. Joe Biden admitting himself that you are going to need oil for at a minimum, at least the next decade. And he even said, if you listen closely and beyond. (laughs) So for all of you climate activists out there that think that this is about saving the planet because he is so ignorant and stupid. He actually exposed the left to you, exposed the lie. We have nothing to transition to. You're going to need oil and gas until the day comes where you find a better energy source that you don't need it. But until that day comes, you're going to have to stay on oil and gas. He's talking to oil companies about producing more oil. Why would he be doing that? Why? He's, he's canceled all the leases on the land. Do you even believe that, they, that, that he's talking to them about that? You can't go on federal land. You know what it takes for these people to mo- mobilize a rig somewhere? Millions to mobilize a rig that potentially Joe Biden can shut them down at any time or stunt their production. Why would they do that? But that's besides the point. The big point here is, What happened to climate change? I thought we had to have this done by 2030. I thought we were all going to be dead in seven years. Isn't that what we're being sold? You're going to be dead in seven years? The earth's not going to be able to survive climate change? Oh my God, the gas is in the air. The earth is just going to explode. We're going to burst into a ball of fire. (laughs) Game changer. (laughs) I know that one's going to get a lot of traction. Yeah, Yeah, that's why the Republicans laughed. Yeah, yeah. You think we're going to need it for the next 10 years? You have nothing to substitute energy. Nothing. You have nothing to substitute it with. You have to use oil. You have to use natural gases. You have to do it because you do not possess the technology that can produce the amount of energy that you want to produce. The only technology that exists is nuclear, but you guys don't want to touch that because it's cheap to build cheap to run. There is no money in it for you. So you are real quiet. You just push that to the side and tell people big, tall tales about that one because you don't want to use it. Oh, it's beautiful. Yeah. I was sitting there with my wife and I looked at her and I said, did he actually just say that? He, he, he just destroyed their entire climate change narrative. Did he actually just say that? It was amazing. You know, something to attach to this because I that was fantastic in itself. This guy is such an idiot that he would say that. And you should see McCarthy's face in the background. 
McCarthy smiling and looking at his colleagues. Kamala Harris looks like she's afraid. When he said that, she's staring like a stone statue into the abyss like she's afraid. Oh my God, this idiot actually said it out loud. (laughs) Game's over. (laughs) Something to go along with that, which I think you're going to appreciate because... It puts you in the mindset of all these climate activists of how they view you versus them. And it's from one of the people you know I like oh so much. Here it is. What do you say to the charge that if you are a climate change campaigner, but you also travel around the world on a private jet, you're a hypocrite? Well, I, I, by the gold standard of funding Climeworks to do direct air capture, that far exceeds my family's carbon footprint. And I spend billions of dollars on on climate innovation. So, you know, should I stay at home and not come to Kenya and learn about farming and malaria? Anyway, I mean, I'm, I'm comfortable with the idea that not only am I not part of the problem by paying for the offsets, but I also through the billions that my breakthrough energy group is spending that i'm part of the solution bill gates nasty on bbc you know i don't know who the guy that was interviewing him was it does not look like he was prepared to answer that question Uh, when that question was proposed to him you would have think he would have had a solid answer for it he looked very nervous answering that question i'm surprised they even aired that uh but you see, he really had no answer for him. Well, you know, as far as climate change goes, uh, you know, how could uh, you fly around in your own private jet burning all that fuel? Uh, well, you know, I buy the gold standard, the best plane, the least amount of carbon output, but it still is carbon output. Yeah, that's what I would have said to him. It still is. So where are we at here, buddy? <laughs> but then he says he feels comfortable, you know, because... You know, what he's doing, the work he does, and, you know, the amount of money that he puts into it, that that should be good enough that he can still continue to live the lifestyle that he wants to live. It shouldn't be altered because, you know, he's such an advocate for it and he raises all this funding for climate change. <laughs> Amazing the way these people think, isn't it? <laughs> Anyways, I went perfect with Joe Biden. Now, we're going to need oil for at least 10 more years and beyond. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. Okay. And then you got uh, this idiot on the side trying to explain why he needs a personal jet. Why, why do you need a personal jet? See, why don't you just jump on uh, one of the commercial airlines, buy a ticket like anybody else? Instead of you having your own personal jet, well, no, I'm being smart and I'm jumping on. There's 300 people going there anyways. So it's one plane instead of, you know, two planes in the sky. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they, it's all a joke. And Joe Biden said, Joe Biden just admitted it, and he has no answer for it, Bill Gates. So here we go. On to the next one. Instead of making the wealthy pay their fair share, some Republicans, some Republicans want Medicare and Social Security to sunset. I'm not saying it's a majority. Let me give you anybody who doubts it, contact my office. I'll give you a copy. I'll give you a copy of the proposal. That means Congress doesn't vote. Well, I'm glad to see you. No, I tell you, I, I enjoy conversion. You know, it means if 
If Congress doesn't keep the programs the way they are, they'd go away. Other Republicans say, I'm not saying it's a majority of you. I don't even think it's even a significant. But it's being proposed by individuals. I'm not politely not naming them, but it's being proposed by some of you. Look, folks, the idea is that we're not going to be we're not going to be moved into being threatened to default on the debt if we don't respond. <laughs> Folks. And he's getting booed for lying once again. Name the Republican or Republicans, because he said it was more than one, that have said that they want to do away completely with Social Security and Medicare. Name them. I would love to hear the name. Contact my office. Yeah, okay. I'd love to hear the names of it. Because not one Republican is going to do that, and I'm going to tell you why. Whether they believe in it or they do not believe in it, that is irrelevant. It is political suicide. If you actually go out there and say to the people, I'm going to get rid of Social Security and I'm going to get rid of Medicare, anybody who is 62 and older... You have now turned into your enemy and you are not going to win the election without their votes. So you are committing political suicide. There is no Republican that would do that. It's the same. This is equal to what we talked about with Trump and the balloon thing. Okay. Do you think there was a balloon that passed by Florida? Yes, there was. Yeah, there was. I, I believe there was one. Where was the other one? I think it passed by the West Coast. That is not equivalent to a spy balloon flying across the entire United States, gathering all the intel. It's one thing to pass by on the coast, which you're already invading our airspace. Okay, that's one thing. And it's another thing to pass across the entire country. Well, the same deal here. Trump would have shot that down had he known about it. That's a whole mess. We talked about that the other day. If any Republican actually said that they were going to get rid of Social Security and Medicare, you have just committed political suicide. Your career is now over. They're not going to do that. So that's a lie, and that's why he's not naming names. Oh, I'm trying to be polite and not name names. When has Joe Biden ever been polite? Ever in his whole life? When has he been polite? This guy's a mean, nasty old man. He don't care about being polite. He gets nasty. He yells at people, says what he wants to say. No, I don't, I don't buy that, not even a little bit. I think he's lying once again. I think that's a, a tactic that they're using to create fear, to try to help Uh, Hold on to support for the Democratic Party. That's their way to reaching out to the elderly based. And that's it. There's nothing more to it than that. I have not heard any Republican at all up to this point say that they're going to do away with both of those programs. Not a one. Looking at the programs and trying to make them work better is one thing. That's not doing away with them. That's trying to make them function better. Okay, Doing away with them, nobody is saying. But... You know, when you're a liar, you lie. Lots of liars do. Liars lie. On to the next one. If you try anything to raise the cost of presenting jobs, I will veto it. <laughs> what kind of drugs? <laughs> drugs. I told you. I told you he was going to do it. You remember yesterday's episode. I told you he was going to do it. Okay. If you try to raise the cost of drugs, I will veto it. I think he meant to say prescription drugs. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm assuming he was going with prescription drugs. 
<laughs> I know he said he was going to put a cap on insulin, and he didn't get that out too well either uh, on insulin prices. But insulin prices under President Trump were amazing. They rose when Biden took office. We didn't have a problem with prescription drugs until Biden got into office. So I don't know why he's trying to call out the uh, Republican Party or any of Big Pharma for raising the prices of drugs because uh, they were doing just fine until his administration got their their way. You know, when you, you listen to this guy, it, it just... God, he lies. It's just terrible. It's terrible. I got to tell you, the entire, the entire, it was just, the State of the Union was just a disaster. The the entire thing. Watching it was, was just unbelievably stupid. I mean, you had a point where uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene stepped up and called him a liar. Well, that was when he was talking about uh, Social Security. She was up, jumped up, screaming out, you're a liar. I mean, it was disorderly. It was foolish. Biden lied. Oh, and and beforehand, you know, one thing I forgot to mention in the very beginning, what really started everything off was they put the fence back around the Capitol. (laughs) Yes, yes. The riot, I mean, God, it's all for show. The rioting, the rioting, they're coming to get us. It's all for show. Was there any riots after the 2022 election? And there were a lot of problems with the 2022 election. Did anybody storm the Capitol after that? No, of course not. But, you know, good theatrics. Got to have it. Let's put the fence all the way around and put the guards out. You know, they're going to come and get us during Joe Biden's speech. I would love to see. It's, It's the evening of. I don't know what their TV ratings are, but I can only imagine how many people actually watch this. I know Glenn Beck said that he was going to watch it with a group of people. I didn't see his uh, version of it, and it was going to be more or less a roast. So they were going to roast Biden, similar to what I'm doing right now, but they were going to do it live during the uh, actual speech. I don't know how it went. I'm assuming it was pretty funny, because when Glenn Beck does want to be funny, he actually is pretty funny. <laughs> they do say some off-the-wall stuff, which is which is entertaining. Um but it was just, it was horrible. Watching the whole thing was, was terrible. I can't even imagine that many Americans watched it. I mean, it, it was a, a snooze fest. Really, everything he said was a lie. Yeah, he's very repetitive. He even went into, oh my God. I didn't play that one. I don't, I don't know where it's at. I don't even know if anybody captured I'm sure somebody captured it. Uh, but I didn't bother um, talking about how black and brown families they got to raise their kids different that when you get pulled over by a police officer you're like you have to have this talk with your kid turn the dome light on and put your hands on the steering wheel it's like oh my god man do you know how many black and hispanic police officers are i mean i mean are we really having this conversation are we really having this conversation there are some bad police officers no doubt just like any occupation there's plenty okay there's always some bad apples but that does not mean the vast majority of police officers are bad okay this is just nonsense that he's spewing and it's further dividing the country mr great uniter when you make statements like that you are continually dividing the country you know and he was supposed to be the guy that was supposed to come in and settle everything down and you know, he's the great unifier and he's going to restore America and he's going to stop all the back and forth. And we're going to get back to old time politics where we can all come to the table and have a voice. I haven't seen that. Not even a little. I see him in every speech and every opportunity that he has. I see him making very divisive uh, comments about Americans in America. I see that. 
I haven't seen anybody trying to unify anything at all. So I don't know what he's talking about. Anyways, that is it for the episode. That was the most pitiful State of the Union address that I've seen in a very long time. The lies were astronomical. I mean, everything that came out of that man's mouth was a lie. And what's worse is you could fact check it and you'll see that it's a lie. So he's lying uh, knowing that the vast majority of people aren't going to fact check him. He knows mainstream media is not going to fact check him. So he can lie. They'll cover for him. He'll get away with it because people are uninterested. They ignore the situation and they're not going to bother to check it. They don't look any further than clickbait headlines that tell them what they want to hear. It was pitiful. Be happy you didn't watch it. It was probably more entertaining to listen to me laugh at him because it was so stupid. <laughs> Jesus. All right. If you like what you're hearing, please rate and review me. It's always a great help, especially on Apple. If you'd like to contact me, littlejoecc.com. Go to the contact section. Beyond that, have a beautiful rest of your day. We'll do it again tomorrow.